This is episode 277 of Nerds Eye View for the 24th of, what is this, May? Are we in May? Yeah. All right, cool. I mean, are you confused because our surroundings have changed? Yeah. You know, usually we record on the Windchime Island uh, where we make all the wind chimes, but we're on the deck of the Windchime Island. Yeah. We are... We got even closer to the Windchime. Yeah. It's... I mean, right now you can't really hear it, but if the wind picks up, we may lift off. We may <laughs> become wind chime. Yeah. I'm Andrew, by the Go way. Go full wind chime. Who are you? I'm Jordan, and we are joined by... Matt Benson. Welcome, my friend. Thank you. We got to get this over with. We got a movie to see after this. this is a, let's... <laughs> we're a, reviewing... I just want to point out, this is a beautiful day right it here is in gorgeous. Southern California. It is wonderful. There's a pleasant breeze. The sun is out. We're yeah. outdoors. This is just going to be... This is going to be a... Three three paired heads over here. This is Jimmy Buffett vibes. Do you want to record all podcasts outside now? If, <laughs> if, if this is how the summer's going to be, mm. no joke, this is actually pretty nice. For yeah. God's sake. Okay, we'll consider it. <laughs> yeah, because this is pretty well, nice. Let's see how it sounds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's see how this episode is. We're reviewing Nice Guys. The Nice Guys. Oh, The Nice Guys. My Excuse opinion. you. Mm. Excuse me. Jeez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry, did I dream that? Uh, <laughs> before that, we're going to have our... Top ten. We're gonna have our new releases. Excuse me. Uh, then after that, we're gonna have our promotions, our guest the endings. At the very end of the show, we're gonna have our discussion where we're gonna talk about all the spoilers. We're gonna have a discussion this one. Yeah. Cool. Let's get to it. What happened at the box office? <laughs> I don't know. Count me down, <laughs> fellas. It's not number ten. I need to open up the dock because I use uh, context clues. Oh uh, wait, say the. Your it's not the? number ten. It's a, it's a holiday. <laughs> Call me Gary. <laughs> Mother's Day? How is it that it's not number 10? <laughs> but, but you might be number 9. Uh, can I get a hint? <laughs> What's a profession? <laughs> a fantastical profession. <laughs> and having some kind of a fight during a season. <laughs> you hits oh. suck. I'm bringing up the thing. The 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 Huntsman Winter's War, <laughs> which did not take place at number eight. Zootopia, because there wasn't enough. Number seven, the darkness, because they got attacked by number six. Money monster, while exploring number five, the Jungle Book, with help from number four, the nice guys, and you could have. Number three. Neighbors two. <laughs> Sorority <laughs> Roy's. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. <laughs> oh, Captain, my captain. Colon, Civil War. <laughs> Who are against number one? Mm, angry birds. I, sorry. What the hell? Sorry, I, uh, I did a little bit of editing. Del, what the hell? Because Angry Birds. Angry yeah, birds Angry Birds came in one. strong. What a, what, a, what a farce this well, nation is. It's an animated movie. And literally everyone has played this game if you own a smartphone at some point. Nice. And there are people. Yeah, and everyone who, was really curious what the origin of the anger of the birds. Well, it's not are. even what it's about. Like that doesn't even matter anymore. What do you mean that doesn't even matter? That's what the whole movie's about, Jordan. No, but they Jordan, played. What these... the people went to the movie for? No, it's not. <laughs> it's because they've been playing these games for so long, and then they see a visual representation of them, and the trailer is funny enough. It's going to make people show up. All right, I guess. The moment that little tiny face. bird is kicking that, what, soccer ball or volleyball against his house, yeah. and he walks outside and he kicks that little bird into the ocean, mm-hmm. everyone's, everyone who saw that is going to see that movie. I'm making a face still. Yeah, that's <sighs> the truth. 
Well, I guess I know what I'm seeing. Uh, <laughs> Got to keep up with the times. Yep. Got to see what the people want. I think it's just a sign that a lot more Americans than we think are Europhiliacs. What now? The you looked up. You looked up the word for <laughs> yeah, what bird lovers are. He was looking are? at his phone. Not bird lovers, sir. I don't know what that means. You think uh, suss it out. You're a use context clues. Urine? Did you not see the Angry Birds trailer? Oh yeah, there's the part where like they the, drink pee. Yeah. Yeah, what they, I'm saying is America loves this. Is yeah. very turned on. They, they drink, drink in the lake pee. water and then they drink it turns Tyrion out, Lannister's. Pee. Yeah, one that Peter Dinklage's character is. That was Dink. The, that was the Dink. That was Dink, the Dink plays the big bird. I didn't know that. He plays big bird. Eagle boy. That's. I mean, both of us are half right. Uh, I'm even a little bit I mean I guess it makes sense Neighbors 2 is higher than Nice Guys It's a sequel It's got a built in audience It's got a lot of people that Other people think are funny I thought Nice Guys you got You got the gauze You got the gauze You got gauze and the crow Two bird stars (laughs) Birds are big this weekend Birds are big this weekend Whoa! Yeah. And even in ca- uh, Captain Falcon, Falcon War, Captain, Captain Falcon Captain, Civil the War, Captain's a Falcon now. <laughs> There's some birds in Jungle Book. There's some birds in that and Zootopia. I'm pretty yep. sure the darkness is somehow about a bird. It's all about birds. No. Um, I'm gonna have to say no. Huntsman Winter's War has an ice owl. Yeah, it does have an ice owl. <laughs> Not snow, an ice owl, no, but an ice owl. owl. A snow owl. It looked like ice because it was way too shimmery, and then he hit it, and it turned into snow. Snow owl. We'll never know. <laughs> how many licks? Moms love birds. Moms how, many, love birds. how many licks does it take to give the center? I don't know. Ask the nice owl. Uh, oh, if only there was something British here, I'd say, oh, Br- British, something, they're a bunch of birds. Anyway. British, British birds? <laughs> oh, because of, they call ladies birds. They call ladies birds. Not like Ladybird Johnson. Yeah. So, <laughs> rest in <Jesus>. possible. <laughs> she's, Definitely she's rest be, in she's peace. She's got to be dead. 100% now, right? <laughs> rest in peace. Someone got her. Uh-huh. Uh, Someone got her. <laughs> I've said too much. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah, movies. Cool. All right. <laughs> it's coming out uh, on DVD and Blu-ray. Let's start it off with the big short. Did we ever review that? Nope. All right. We, we watched, watched it, it, though. We watched it. Never reviewed it. Yeah. For good reason. I feel like none of us liked it. I think we did it. review it. I'm going to challenge that, Jordan. I searched the database. It's not. You searched the database. I remember us talking about it. Outside the theater. In your place. I feel. Because we hang out here. I I thought for sure we had reviewed it. And maybe it's on some multi review that I guess didn't have. I don't know. Missed the tag. It's it's possible. Um, But, yeah. The dead or alive status of Lady Bird Johnson. (laughs) It's possible. Also on DVD and Blu ray, we have How to Be Single. That's with, I watched uh, it. Dakota Johnson. <laughs> yep. Johnson. Johnson, excuse yeah. me. Daughter of Miami Vice, man. Miami Vice Don Johnson. Johnson. Yeah. Uh, and Rebel Wilson. Yeah. And can you get one more? You can do it. You can do it. Someone from Community. Someone from Workaholics. These are two separate people. Jillian. Nope. The one from Workaholics, Bell. No, no, no. Fuck. <laughs> this is a fun game. And then, uh, oh, who's that other lady? She's another funny... Oh, um... Marybeth Monroe's not in it. I don't think so. Is it a lady from Workaholics or one of the fellas? It's one of the fellas. Adam DeMam? Nope. Uh, <laughs> no, that's Adam his fake name, too. <laughs> Adam Devine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anders Holm? Yeah, that's the one. Okay. Yeah. All You're right. not even going to guess the community one? Uh, Allison Brie? Yep. Okay. And then um, 
uh, oh, what's his name's wife who's in all his movies? Megan Mullally? No, the other one. All right. That was a fun game. Uh, that movie was just all right. Jordan's, Jordan's tapped out. He's not even going to think about single how to be. I didn't single comma it. how to be. I didn't, Sometimes when I, didn't I, watch put things, I do things wrong, I'll try to save it with a comma like you just did. <laughs> and the other day I wanted to look up George Washington on Wikipedia, but I accidentally wrote in Washington first. So I wrote in Washington comma George, and it came up. It redirected to George Washington. <laughs> Google smart. Well, it was Wikipedia that did this. Well, Wikipedia is exact. <laughs> so <laughs> if you put a comma, it knows what to do. But I don't think it would do that with most celebrities. I think George Washington was a special case. Okay. And then also on DVD and Blu-ray, we have Zoolander 2. No one here saw it, I bet. Nope. Nope. Yeah, yeah we did see it. I loved it. It's Kanye West. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know where that was going. Yeah. <laughs> and that didn't go where I expected. Yeah, no. It's true, though. He was raving about how Will Ferrell's a genius on Twitter for like two days after Zoolander 2. All right. Will Ferrell specifically. Yeah. Oh, Kanye loves no one Will Ferrell. You okay. know this? No, but I love that. Kanye is a huge Will Ferrell fan. I love that that's a thing. That's why he samples Blades of Glory in uh, the song whose title I can't say because I'm a white person. Oh, okay. Um, that's why Kanye was in Anchorman 2. <laughs> there, there, there's, there's a oh, lot Oh, okay. There. Okay. I forgot that he was in Anchorman 2. Yeah. That makes sense. All right. Moving on to DVD only. We have a film called Bostonian. Mm. It's about a serial killer in Boston. And he's friends with a cop, oh. and he almost gets caught. Like that's the that's the setup. <laughs> it's like, oh no, I'm a I'm a guy. Can we get some more chimes? Can we bring in some more chimes? No, we in don't here? we don't have enough chimes. <laughs> Since you have the, you're you're the only one with direct access to your microphone pointing, you can that's point true. It right can, at a I chime. Can, I can mic one of the chimes. Yeah. Of course, it, that chime stops when I try to do it. The whole world's <clears> against me. Next up on DVD only, we have a film called Convoy of Women. Mm. This is a, a film uh, from like the 60s or 70s, I believe, uh, that was not released for a long time, but it is exactly what it sounds like. It's one of those exploitation pictures. Uh, they're shipping a bunch of women to the in the colonial times, yeah. and both French and American fighters here fight for them. Okay. Everybody wants that convoy of women. Sure. Uh, then we have a, a next on DVD only, something called Darling. Uh, it's something about a, a babysitter. And uh, and she goes crazy. And I believe the mother is Sean Young. Hmm. Is this a current release? Yeah. Interesting. And she hasn't been in a lot of films recently. Nope. Uh, then we have a legally distinct DVD-only release, Grand Auto Theft LA. Sure. It's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> and then also on DVD-only, No, No, a, doc- a documentary. So wait... <laughs> <laughs> this is in fact out. so this is a new no-no yeah this is a new no-no uh, shout out to Paul Rudd. specifically a documentary yeah if you can see how it's spelled you understand why a documentary is very important I don't care new on Blu-ray Iphigenia it's a um, the sequel to Philomania no it's a uh, mm-hmm. uh, a Greek play a Greek mm-hmm. tragedy mm-hmm. and then also the Whoopi Boys this is a an, whoopee boys. This is an eighties film about uh, some boys who I are. I wanted to be a gay sex romp because no, no, no. some boys who go around making whoopee with each other. No, they're kind of like kind of down in the dumps, and they want to get some money fast, so they pretend to be like students at a at a, a, a finishing school, a charming school, or whatever they call that okay. charm school. Yeah, and uh, so that they can uh, you know seduce a, a, a socialite and get some money. Sure. All right, so now it's time for the film trivia moment. Is this a new thing? <laughs> I mean, it's been a th- new thing for a couple of weeks. You've, you've experienced at least one of them. Okay. I'm going to read a piece of trivia that applies to one oh, of those yes, new releases. I've done this once before. 
Uh, it could be anything from the Blu-ray, the DVD, or or you know, whatever. Or yeah, any of those categories I've that I've read so far. All of them. Well, open up your document. That's what I'm doing. Here we go. It's a mad dash. So for those films listed, this piece of trivia applies to one of them. Here you go. Mm-hmm. Linda Fiorentino is uncredited as the Spanish maid that disrupts the dance between two characters at the fancy party for the dog. What film does I'm that apply to? I'm going to say that's to? from the Whoopi Boys. Jordan? No. Uh, no, I'm sick of my answer. It's the Whoopi Boys. <laughs> Jordan? I've got a second choice, though, that I kind of wish I had gone with instead. I kind of want to know what that is, but maybe Jordan will steal that. That's why I don't want to say it, because I'm trying to be fair. Jordan's got his thinky face But I'll on. say it. After he says it, I'll say what my second choice was before you give the answer. Mm-hmm. What's the clue again? Linda Fiorentino is uncredited as the Spanish maid that disrupts the dance between two characters at the fancy party for the dog. Fancy party for I, I honestly didn't know who Linda Fiorentino is. Uh, not even by sight, I would say. Yeah. Uh, but the fun thing about this is that you don't know if this is before or after she was famous. So it's a real mix here. It's a real mix. I know from two films. It's a real mix. You can maybe know what they are. Yeah, because when I looked her up, I was like, who the hell is this? Yeah, and she's like, oh, she's the woman in Dogma and Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Jordan? Yeah, the Whoopi Boys, too. Uh, right, my it, second choice would have been Zoolander 2. It is, in fact, the Whoopi Boys. Oh, all right. <laughs> Isn't it? But are you doing DVD and Blu-ray, the new releases from those two, or is it just all the ones that are highlighted? Anything I've read. I mean, oh. it could be any. I, if, if I ever find a okay, good trivia piece that. for any I of that. I didn't know that. <laughs> the me. ones highlighted, I just put there because I, you know, I'll give you a, a, a fight and chance with that. What's the ne- What's the woman's name again? Linda Fiorentino. Fiorentino. She was in Dogma. Dogma. <laughs> and Men in Black. Can there be some kind of parody of Dogma called Dog Mom? <laughs> sure. Okay. Yeah, I know her. <laughs> Good to know. I recognize her. Uh, all right. Now it's time for the other fun little segment. We have our TVD release. Uh, Call the Midwife Season 5. Mm. This is a show I've heard of. Yeah. Never done watched. Yep. It's also one of those things where I went, oh, shit, it's on season five. I remember there was a big push to make that the new Downtown Abbey when I was still working at Barnes & Noble. Downtown Abbey. Yeah, I say it the correct way. <clears throat> uh, so now we know that Jordan watches a lot of TV. His DVR is full constantly. He's always uh, trying to catch up. I'm actually at 73% available right Whoa. now. Wow. I caught up on a lot of shows. That's very so, impressive. Now, Benson, we must guess whether or not he has seen Call the Midwife. Yeah. Or season five of Call the Midwife. I'm going to guess that he has seen the show, but he has not seen season five. I'm going to guess not seen at all. I haven't seen a single show. Yes! Yes! Is it? I believe it's a BBC joint. Yep. It was. A, there was a big push for that one. Like the first season came out. They mm. want, They did want it to be the new Downtown Abbey. Yeah, yeah. I thought for sure it was dead by now, but I guess they're still trucking. And Downtown's trucking? dead now. Is it? Officially? I think it had a final, it had a final go. Mm-hmm. I believe they f- they killed off a character. Can I name one character from downtown? Oh, a Abbey? character. Yeah, I can name an actor for sure. I think I could like, name a character if you accept like what they just call her on the show. I don't think I could even do that. Okay. No, I can. Na- there's a dog that I know the name <laughs> of on the show. Because <laughs> I remember it was a point of controversy because there's a dog on the show named Isis. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. Are we- Is that another thing? Or maybe it's a character named Isis. I think it's a dog named Isis. That makes. I could sense. be confusing because I also worked at the dog daycare at this time, mm-hmm. and there we had a dog named Isis. 
Wow, that's weirdly popular for dogs. Yeah. It was. <laughs> I'm gonna say probably not so much anymore. Yeah. I can He's, name. I can name two characters from. Is the, there like the Dar? The, there's some weird thing like the Darwisher or something like. Isn't that. They're like Lady Mary or some something. Some weird British thing. Well, yeah. I mean, if there's a British and the Dowager show, Countess, the Dowager. That's what I was trying to. That's the <laughs> oh. word I wanted. Uh, there's uh, Mr. Bates, one oh. of the valets. Uh-huh. And uh, it's a shame that, that show's too classy to do a master Bates joke. And uh, well, sure? he's he's a, he's a servant, so he can't be a master. Uh, he can never master Bates. Okay, so continue. my good master, master Bates. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a very famous piece Literary, of literature. Yeah. 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 Um, and then Robert Crawley, which is just the mm. main the main dude. Mm-hmm. So this has been Downtown Abbey with three people who three don't white, know a lot about it, but white maybe Americans. Jordan knows a little bit. White Americans. Mm-hmm. Well, it's right, a so very white show. <laughs> yeah, but we're Americans. Yeah. Uh, so that's it for new releases. Uh, if you want to check any of those out, go to your local Video store. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, when we come right back, uh, we'll be reviewing The Nice Guys. It's my husband. He's gone missing. Missing? I'm terribly worried. It's just Fred's never been gone this long before. How long has he been missing? Since the funeral. Well, I can start right away. You're a private investigator? My profession is very complicated, okay? It's nuanced. That is a lot of, that's a lot of blood. You beat people up and charge money? Yeah. Sad, isn't it? How much would you charge to beat up my friend Janet? What? How much you got? 30 bucks. That's good. This conversation is over. The mob is trying to spread its operation to Los Angeles. Somehow, my daughter Amelia is involved. Please, find her. Seen this girl? Who's in it for me? We can do this the easy way. We're currently doing it the easy way. Whatever happened to offering me 20 bucks? It's the recession. This is a high-profile case. Made the newspapers. Amelia. What the hell's going on? Oh, you know, there's a guy coming to kill us. That kind of crap. Hey, can you behave like a professional? I'm sorry. She's in danger, man. We have to do something about it. She's dead. She's not dead. She's dead. She's not dead. Why do you think everyone involved with this case was dying? is not you. You're not a murderer. I just killed three people. I know, but I'm saying deep down. Look, if you come in here, you beat up on me. It's part of the job. I accept it. But what did you do? You pissed me off. Before we go solving the crime of the century, let's deal with the rotting corpse. We got a plan. Run. The Nice Guys. Written and directed by Shane Black, starring Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. Wasn't there also another writer on it, though? Yeah, but fuck him. Anthony Bagarazzi, I'm sorry. Thank you. You're a nice man, I believe. Damn. What else you done did? Not much. That's okay. You'll pick, you'll pick it up. You'll pick it up. 
Starring, I already said two of them. Yep. Also, Anne Gurry Rice yeah. is the daughter. Yep. Matt Bomer's in there. You're Keith David. Hell yeah, we do. You got, uh, 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 what's his, what's her name? Kim ba- Bassinger. Yep. Or Basinger, depending on how you're feeling. Ty Simpkins showing up. Yep, a little, a little cameo. cameo. A little kid cameo. <clears throat> From Shane Black's previous picture. Iron Man 3. Iron Man 3. That's all we the ones that uh, I can name by name. What's the one? He played Breen in Super 8. He's in this? Breen from Super 8 is in Breen's this. Breen's in this? Do you remember who Breen was? Is he Chet or is he the kid on the bike? What? Nope. I'm, gonna, I'm going through the list. Well, Breen in Super 8, he's a major role in this film. Okay. Breen from Super 8 was like the stoned guy at the camera store who wanted to bang one of the kid's sisters. And he's Blueface in this. Oh, he's Blueface. Yeah. I thought they were trying to make Blueface look a little bit like a uh, Borat guy, like uh, Slasha Baron Cohen. Slasha Baron Cohen. Slasha Baron Cohen. That's what you call him when he's drunk. Yeah. I thought they were trying to make him look like that. Yeah. Am I crazy? Uh, maybe a little bit. Interpret my answer <laughs> either way. <laughs> okay. Either in your favor or against. <clears throat> this film, we have been looking forward to this film, all three of us, I believe. For quite some time. Yeah. Do you want to know who Chet is? I mean, I guess. Val Kilmer's son. Oh, that's right. I knew that uh, 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 Kilmer Kilmer. Jr. (laughs) Jack. Jack Jack Kilmer. (laughs) I knew a little Kilmer was in this. So there's Shane Black connections all over this thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was probably on purpose, right? Yeah. If you're playing Shane Black bingo, you're going to win for sure watching this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I'm surprised Keith David is not not somehow in Shane Black bingo. Yeah. He He is now. He is now. Yeah. (laughs) But I think he should have been before. He should have been all along. What would he have been in Iron Man 3? Do you... Okay, well, let me say this to you. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ignore that question <laughs> because I had Thank something you. else I wanted Thank to say. You. It deserved to be ignored. <laughs> so All right. Iron Man 3? Come on. He's better than that. Lethal... I don't, I don't know where Jordan's angle's coming from. Lethal Weapon is a tremendous film written mm. by Shane Black, mm. uh, currently being remade into a television series, which doesn't look very good. Did mm. you see his... his, his uh, like idea for Lethal Weapon 5? Is that what you're bringing up? No. What I'm saying is, do you think Damon Wayans Sr. is old enough to play Murtog, or do you think that should be Keith David on that TV show? Okay, first... couldn't you see Keith David as a great Murtog in a good Lethal Weapon TV show? Yes, of course. But yeah. let me let me bring this up to yeah. you. I think maybe, maybe Wayans, they wanted him for age reasons, but then he said, no, I got to look young. Yeah, I could see that. Well, I don't, I mean, honestly, Wayne's not as big a problem as this boring ass whoever yeah. that fucking guy is. Whoever that, that fucking guy Riggs. is, Mister Nobody. Yeah, uh, Mister's gonna be too charming, too like not charming, too handsome. Yeah, not that right. Mel Gibson wasn't ha- handsome back in eighty. We gotta talk about nice guys. <laughs> <laughs> we can't talk about lethal weapon TV shows. <laughs> okay, it's all part of the. It's all connected to the Shane Black universe. Yeah. So the nice guys is uh, uh, basically two. Kind of like a, a private eye and an, an enforcer type, yeah. kind of have to team up uh, to solve some kind of uh, murder. Uh, 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 you know what do you call that? Con- conspiracy. Yeah, conspiracy. A sure. murder conspiracy. Yeah. And uh, it's set in the seventies. Yes. Which is a real fun time. And therefore, part three of a trilogy I theorized years ago. So get this. Okay. Chinatown came out in the seventies. Set in the 30s. Oh, okay. Great L.A. detective movie. Yeah. 
L.A. Confidential, great L.A. detective oh, movie, yeah. came out in the, in the 90s, 90s, set in the 50s. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So in both ways, bumped 20 years forward. Yeah. So a couple of year ago, years ago, I theorized that during the 2010s, we would see a great L.A. detective movie made in the 2010s, set in the 70s, and God damn it, if that prophecy wasn't fulfilled. With well, the here's guys. the crazy thing. You brought Russell, up Chinatown, too, right? Yeah, Russell yeah. Crowe. Yeah, and Russell Crowe was in L.A. Confidential yeah. in this one. He's in yeah. two of the two uh, out so of three And so Kim Basinger. Oh, shit. I yeah. didn't even think of that. It was them meeting, yeah, meeting up again. Yeah. Yeah. And Ryan Gosling was in Chinatown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which was crazy. He was in Chinatown when they did that movie yeah. <laughs> that was bad. Okay. What was that one? Gangster Squad. That movie's not that bad. It's not that great. It literally it turns into like a superhero fist yeah, fight between It's just an action movie. Between the bad guy and the and the lead cop man at the end. Yeah. Like they might as well be throwing each other into buildings. If like I just, that's what it looked like to me. <laughs> if I just turned this microphone off when I need to cough and then back on right away. Would that function as a cough it'll, button? It'll make, it, that, it'll it'll make, make a little click. click. Okay, then I won't do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just point it down. Well, I'm you're, doing that. You're already pointing it everywhere. You're <laughs> trying to get these chimes in. I'm trying to make the chimes. I'm trying to get. The, I'm trying to capture the ambiance. Yeah, sure. We could have had a special ambiance mic. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Knee scoos. I, I was excited for this movie because it just looked good. Yeah, it looks good. It looked real good. It looked a little fun. I'm a Shane Black fan. Uh, I'm not always... I am. I'm not gonna lie. Love me some Lethal Weapon. Love not me some Kiss, Kiss, Kiss Bang what Bang. What didn't you like? Love me some Iron Man Three. I think I have to rewatch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. But I what you didn't like that? He thinks I had it's some offensive problems. to homosexuals. Yeah. What? I'm, I'm saying I'm gonna have to rewatch. Look, if you're gonna just both stand here and like poke me with needles, then <laughs> that's on, gotta, that's one thing. I'm now going you, through the entire if you're movie let me, in my head because there's a character who's just called Gay Perry, and it's just like, oh, I'm Gay Perry. Oh, it's Gay Perry. Oh, blah blah blah. It's like it felt just very cheap to me. I mean, I, get like, I, dis- I disagree, but I, I I get that. But like, I disagree. Just, I think you, yeah, I think I, I think a rewatch would help you out. Yeah, I think you need to rewatch. It's it. like if you had any gay character in a movie and his name was like, oh, it's gay Tony. Oh, no, it's gay Louis. But also, gay Perry is a play on gay Paris. I guess that's <laughs> not funny to me. <laughs> like that's it didn't make me laugh. Give it and a rewatch. It, and it's also Give it a it's also a noir film written like a a, a dime cent. Noir dime film. <laughs> uh, no, a, I like a, a, a dime. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Those yeah, old yeah. ones. I also and th- they would okay. have characters like that. I also in didn't. Those old I didn't think the the running gag was funny that that lady that Robert Downey Jr. liked would only had sex with literally everyone but him. Yeah, that was. And I, I, I felt that was bad and like kind of offensive. I could see that, but what I'm I, say, I saw I had two weirdly offensive things that I was well, just like, yeah, this is not good. See, for oh. me, that didn't. That just right. read as like dumb to me. See, for me, I never got that it was offensive that she had done that. Like, the film kind of says. It's okay that she did that. It doesn't bother her. The only person that it bothers in the entire film is him. He's the only one who cares. But it's like a joke on him just over and over Because about he's an idiot. The joke is on him, not on her. I liked him, though. He was a nice man. Well, yeah, that's the point. He's an idiot, and he's a likable idiot. But the joke is never on her. She's never no, made not, to The joke's bad. not on her, but it's just like, oh, she'd just have sex with anyone but him. It's like except women can do that. It just felt it felt boring. Like it just was like hey, the same joke over guess, and over and I over. I guess I guess you feel like women shouldn't be allowed to just have sex with no, anyone. <laughs> Damn, Andrew! I didn't know you were going to do that. I'm going to my legislator right now yeah. with a new law that says women have to have sex with men. Period. <laughs> Deal with on it. their period. That's cool. what. 
Yeah, We're, deal with I'm it. I'm not happy with the place yeah. the show has deal gone with to. It. Let's talk about the nice you guys. You took me to this place. <laughs> I'm taking this bit to the store. I'm cashing it in. We're having a bunch of bits. We're going to get Cash his bits into the store? We're going to get his two bits. <laughs> the comedy store, which is where... <laughs> where you cash in two Where bits? Jackson Healy Good lives. God, let's fucking talk about the Can we talk about the, in the, in the nice same guys. way? Well, he was talking shit on I don't believe any like. of that. That was all a joke. Anyway, listen. The point is... Can we talk about how everyone's names in this movie was crazy? <laughs> Holland March and Holland Jackson Marsh. Ely. Healy. Jackson Healy. Yeah. This was like, uh, what was that movie we watched with the ladies? You know what I'm talking about, Jordan. What? And all the names sounded fake. What? It's like the, the husband's name was Ur- Urchie. <laughs> what was that movie called? I have no I idea know. what you're talking about. Well, also, I didn't necessarily. I didn't find them fake. But I thought the names all sounded cool. I thought this was just a movie where all the I names guess. sounded cool. I mean, I thought everything that Russell Crowe did was cool. Like, period. Like, yeah. it's just like... He his his apartment. He has a light switch that just turns off every yeah, every electronic is powered by one light switch, yes, and I, I love that. Too. That's like a thing that I want. Yeah, and it wasn't even like a not normal light switch. It was like a weird button thing. Yeah. Um, and then the whole uh, the way that the conspiracy kind of comes together, where one person's looking for Amelia, and then two people are looking for Amelia, and yeah. then all the ways that everyone's looking for her just kind of coincide and yeah. come together is kind of fun and, and interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. I really love this movie. I'll just I, go I out liked, there and say. I like that the daughter was named after her father and not her mother. I guess. It's a real his, Willow Smith situation. His name is... Uh, Holland. Holland. And her name's and Holly. Holly. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. I like that the daughter like mattered. Yeah. She wasn't like... And just ignored everyone. There were times where like she was in trouble, but also she Got herself it out. out of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wasn't just like, oh, no help. And I like that she gave, she gave some... In an effective way, it's rarely seen that I think detective movies tend to be like kind of cynical. So it's rare that they would attempt this, and when they do attempt, rather that they would succeed, like I think the nice does. That I think she did a really good job of adding a little heart to the film. Yeah, yeah. very much specifically so. in her relationship to Russell Crowe's character. Yeah, no, and I really, I also really enjoyed. No explanation, no no accounting for it, um, except for the fact that, I mean, uh, what is it, Ryan Gosling's character is a bit of an alcoholic, but she drives the car. Yeah. She drives the car. <laughs> yeah, I was in a and theater, that's a lot of fun. and uh, the guy next to me was very vocal, and, <laughs> and when he thought stuff was funny, yeah. and uh, and it first shows her on screen driving, and he goes, what? <laughs> and I was like, were you in theater that, with me? Was that necessary? Did I, was I accidentally in your theater? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe sitting right next to me, and I had no idea. Yeah. Uh but no, I really like this movie too. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I like to think that for some reason this was just my head canon that he never he didn't have a license. Not like because of a Dewey or anything, but uh-huh. because he just never got a license. Because of a, a Dewey. Yeah. His <laughs> wife always drove before. His wife always drove then, before. Yeah. Now his kid drives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's I, uh, just a little story that I like in my brain. I do kind of like that. I like. I mean, there's there's a lot of interesting like character stuff here that's that's very understated. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. Like not. Not a lot of stuff being pushed in your face. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the daughter driving wasn't a story point; it was just a fact. Yeah, yep. it was just here's the thing. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. And it didn't. It didn't. It wasn't confusing to us. It was confusing to your seatmate. But yeah. <laughs> for the rest of us, we were just like, oh yeah, yeah. this is this is kind of fun and interesting. Yeah, and I I, I kind of like they did little uh, nods like uh, Healy lived above the comedy store yeah. for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> which seemed like it was like uh, like a not a normal thing. Yeah, because when he when that. Uh, when Keith David's character like comes up the stairs he's after like, him, you live up there. Yeah, he's like, no. you live up here, and he goes, he goes, oh, if you're looking for the bathroom, it's down the yeah. other way. Yeah. Like it was kind of like a thing he seemed like. Yeah, he said used this to. is a private area. Yeah, 
So that was kind of interesting. Yeah, that's. I feel like that's a thing in detective stories is they have to have some interesting, like, sh- kind of shitty place to live. Well, and it was a dual thing because same thing with Holland March. Yeah. Uh, he lives in kind of in a, in a rental home yeah. situation, yeah. which is kind of a like a, a which you kind don't of place. get till way later. I really like how they kind yeah. of piecemeal that out to mm-hmm. you because you just get his daughter going. Well, we're not even supposed to be here. Yeah, and you don't get that means until later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that's good. Mm-hmm. It's good yeah. stuff. There's some like weird tragic flaws in the characters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> both of them. But yeah, so. you features prominently. I was yeah. a fan of that. I was very happy with that. <laughs> yeah. I was very upset. It, it was with, tragic. It, when it's in the trailer. The yeah, it's in the trailer. Yeah. And then in the movie when it happened, I was still upset. Yeah. I don't even like you who. And when he dropped him, I went. Oh. That's a lot of you. Just that's like a lot, lot of you. Yeah. And I do kind of like it was just like one little. She goes, "Oh, you want a you who?" And he's like, "I want you who's." He like, just oh goes on. It's a whole case perfect. of you who. Yeah. It was just this nice little human <laughs> moment, for <him>. right? <laughs> Yeah. Where you like, could yeah, re- you could relate to that because yeah. you, there are moments like yeah. that where you're like you had a yoohoo one night and you're like I love yoohoo's <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna go buy a whole crate of them yeah and he's like this like tortured tough guy but you know what God damn it if he doesn't enjoy yoohoo yeah yeah I don't the moment when he gets to you I should maybe that's a spoiler just because it spoils the specific joke of that scene so I'll save it for later okay all right uh. Yeah, I think we all liked it. I don't even know what I to say. I loved it. That Honestly, I had like high hopes, and it yeah. exceeded them. It was, it was even better than I thought it was going to be. I I was very much a fan of this It film. was fun the whole time. Yeah. Like, I, I, I really enjoyed it. I didn't yeah. realize Hannibal Burris was going to be in it. That was exciting. Where was he in it? Uh, well, I get... I, I, Jordan says this moment was in the trailer. I did not remember this from any of the trailers I saw. I didn't remember this from the movie. He was the voice of something. He, <gasps> he doesn't show up. He was the voice. Oh, of my something. God. Yeah. <laughs> that was in the trailer. Okay. Well, I don't remember it. I don't well, think then, then we can say it if it was in the trailer. He was the voice of the bee. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think you hear the bee in the trailer. The bee did not oh, talk. Well, sorry. <laughs> That's but, ah. but the bee's in the trailer. Yeah, okay. yeah. Bee's in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> bee, the bee <laughs> is in the trailer. Is in, in the trailer. trailer. Um, Apartment twenty three. <laughs> this was a regular okay. bee movie. <laughs> <laughs> I want yeah. I want Seinfeld today to be tweeting about yeah. <laughs> this movie in that moment in particular. What's uh, up with all these bees? Yeah, I think I'm a real sucker for any kind of, um, you know, detective conspiracy. Do you want to know the bee's name? Sure. Bumble. Oh, that's right, because he calls him Bumble. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I'm a real sucker for this kind of movie too. Like it's, you know, this is uh, this is right in my wheelhouse. Yeah. And I and I do kind of like a like a bumbly detective. Uh, yeah, Bumble. where yeah. R- r- I think Ryan Gosling really fits. He yeah, fits for that sure. bill in this one. Where he's the one who's more or less kind of stumbling onto evidence, mm-hmm. and the the other one, uh, uh, Healy, is more. But I like that over through like throughout the film, he is stumbling through it. But he's also smart enough that he does find stuff, mm-hmm. and then you find out that he, he's a little shady. Like he's got yeah. a yeah. process where he gets more money out of his clients mm-hmm. that he hasn't earned. <laughs> yeah. That he hasn't earned. Yeah. yeah. Well, and also. Uh, in that same way, there's a couple of moments where... Or he uh, earned it on the first day, and he's just stringing them along for yeah. more money. Yeah. But there's moments where Healy, he has information that he just hasn't shared with, with Holland. Mm-hmm. And just, he's go, he goes, oh, I, I didn't mention that? Oh, I guess, okay. <laughs> They're like, wait a second. <laughs> this is all that I needed to know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun. They, they feel real and yeah. also funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good stuff. Hmm. Good scenes. And I can't say enough how much like the uh, Holly is a part of the movie and, yeah, and fun and good. Fun, yeah. yeah, like it's not. It doesn't feel like wasteful or boring. And that kid's not even American. Really? Yeah. Like she does a good accent though. Must like must like Russell Crow. Yeah, I can't. She, speak I believe today. she is Australian. Australian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, with a name like Angry. 
<laughs> Come on, <laughs> you gotta be an Aussie. I couldn't remember her name. Even I've, I've looked at it a few times, and I just it's sort of <laughs> it's just sort of like kangaroos. Like it, comes, just, it comes and it goes. Yeah. Well, the letter just kind of like drifted apart. Like I just couldn't make sense of it. <laughs> you had uh, Australian <laughs> dyslexia. Yeah. yeah. It was my mother was like, nope, too Australian. Can't process. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, do what do you, you have notes, Jordan? I don't know. If you're saving anything for the oh, spoiler Oh, anything time. I want to talk about before? Yeah, I think all of us just don't want to spoil anything. It's just oh, like... Oh, I just... I love the look of really the film. Parts. Yeah. Like, it really feels like it's in the 70s. I have color here, mm-hmm. but I, I mean that in every way. Just the color of the film, the the the, the way the, the director and, and everybody comes together to uh, make this place feel alive. You know, the soundtrack is fantastic. I loved every single song that, that was on. I, uh, I loved all the different environments they went to when they went to that party. That party mm-hmm. is just so visually interesting. Yeah. yeah. And knowing what I know about the 70s, stuff like that happened. Yeah. Like, that's a party that definitely probably happened. Yeah. And it's insane, and it's awesome, and we get to go there, and some of the characters that go there shouldn't be there. <laughs> but it's still a really fun time. And... Like that's one of the key things I want people to get from us talking about it is it's a lot of fun, this whole movie, mm-hmm. and and I don't know, it's good times, definitely worth seeing. I do, and I I do think it kind of has some uh, you know sense of uh, callback to Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, yeah. Mister Kiss. Kiss, bang, bang. You know what that is? No. What are the, you doing? That was the alternate theme song for Thunderball. Oh, my God. You're right. Yeah. Um, and there's even like a fun little, um, it's very early in the film. There's if You see in the background a, a, a theater marquee, and it says Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang on it, yeah. which is kind of a fun little. Nice. But for there's the a lot mo- of good like 70s like theater posters and stuff. Yeah, there's like that. You see the Smoky and the Bandit billboard at one point. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's and, what I'm and saying. It felt. Yeah. S- since uh, he was, was exp- at the, I was constantly waiting to see something Star Wars because the weird bit of nerd knowledge I have stuck in my brain is that Smoking the Bandit and Star Wars came out the same weekend. Oh, oh. maybe they just wanted to avoid that. I don't know, but no. It's, since he lived at the comedy store, there, you could see different acts, and Tim Allen was on yeah, that board a couple it, yeah. of times, <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, yeah, that's really interesting." Would have been when he was performing at the comedy store. Yeah, yeah, that's really something. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's a good fun. Mm-hmm. Just a good fun time. Yeah, and I think, man, and it's and it's not based on a book. Yeah, they they've released a novelization of it through uh, kind of a famous yeah, uh, I saw that in the detective <laughs> label hard hard case something. Nice. It's, it's a it's a p- printing thing that does detective novels. That's cool. Um, which that's kind of a fun little like. Yeah, that is that's a cool bit. expanded universe thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think we're saving a lot for the spoilery section. Yeah, because, I mean, at the end of the day, this is a mystery, mm-hmm. you know, a, a detective yeah. story. So I'm gonna tell to you talk this, about this plot stuff would be spoiling it. Yeah, and there's definitely, like, at least two two to three places in this movie where you go, well, now what? Yeah. Like, like you really go just go, here? huh, what are, what are they going to do now? And then they keep going and they keep, you know, they have clues, they have information, they keep moving. And they have a lead. They have they've a lead. They've got one left. Or they've got to they find need, a lead. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it's kind of it's neat, yeah. The way that uh, this this movie kind of flows in little bits and pieces. Yeah, and I like I like the whole what did we do before cell phones and GPS? Like when when they go to someone's house, they need someone to literally take them there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
because even that person doesn't remember the exact address. You just because back in the day, I doubt people wrote addresses down. You just mm-hmm. go to your buddy Dean's house. I know exactly how to get there. Mm-hmm. You know that's how I live with Andrew. Still, I don't know the address to this place, but I just know how to get here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. Good. <laughs> we we uh, you know took it off the road. But sometimes, like I'll forget. We're off the map. I'll, for, I'll, 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 or I'll, I'll want to know the fastest way to get here. Mm-hmm. So what I'll have to do is I'll go on my GPS, and then I'll have to like scroll through my map, <laughs> that map and, and like, like drop a pin just on your street. I think it's <laughs> in the right area, there, and then direct me to that. Yeah. yeah, I think I did bullseye your house one time though with that pin. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Good job. All right. So if you come back at the end of the show, we will have our discussion where we'll get into all the little bits and pieces of the conspiracy at hand. Uh, in the nice guys but I'd say we all recommend it oh yeah uh, you know it makes me a little sad that it opened at number four I think that's understandable yeah though considering uh, what's our come out recently love of Angry Birds yeah and what's come out recently uh, I mean, we all go to the Angry Birds church every Sunday so clearly it was going to be number one we pray at the altar of Angry Rodeo. Birds we toss that bird oh, yeah. at the, at the uh, we toss that bird at the pig and then Dead Poets Society made a lot of money so you know because of our third, captain, third, captain Civil oh, Jesus War. Christ. <laughs> third week in a row. All right, so that's it. I'm Mark from Comic Nerds Unite, and this is my hetero life mate, Tim. What's up, Mark? And what's up, world? Comic Nerds Unite is a comic book podcast, plain and simple. Our mission statement is bringing nerds together to talk comics. So we pick a book or graphic novel that we all read and discuss it at length. Then we talk about some of the books we read for the week. I love comics! Me too, buddy. Check us out on ComicNerdsUnite.com or on iTunes. Comic Comic Nerds Nerds Unite! Unite. Let's talk about what's coming out new in theaters. We got... Zemin Acapolix. (laughs) A Lice Through the Looking Glace. What's happening? The (laughs) Owens... Bellow. Limited, and Chevalier, also limited release. Before we play Guess the Ending, let's give out some thanks, first of all, to Silent Partner, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout, which you can find in the YouTube audio library, youtube.com slash audio library. If you like our logo, it was John by, it was John by Jean, 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 Jean. <laughs> it was drawn by Justin Kizan. We're not going to make it to the end of this episode. <laughs> no, We're no. crashing. We're going into the fucking dirt. <laughs> it was drawn by Justin Kizan. He is an artist and also a writer, and you can read his writings at Agents of Guard. That's agentsofguard.com. If you like uh, podcasts, uh, you should check out a podcast that I do uh, with old Maddie B hey, called Pick Your Path. It oh, also yeah. has David King. We all write. Uh, original Choose Your Own Adventure style stories uh, which you can pick your own (laughs) endings to. to. BenviewNetwork.com slash PYP for more information and episodes. Uh, If Tom was here, he'd tell you about Optigab.org and his short stories which are available on Amazon and Smashwords. Benson. Yeah. What do you do? Go to BenvyNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows on there. <laughs> I host a ton of them. Is there one in particular that you want to talk about? Is there? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying. Ben, the nerds I view? <laughs> Jordan's trying to get me to plug this show. Because you always start with the plug of the show that you're on. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Do you know what you do? Much harder than me. The Scat Show coming soon. Can I name more of your shows than you? <laughs> Matt and Brendo's Wrestling Show, Defunct, <laughs> Benson's Boombox, Semi Regular, uh, Shut Up Leonard, Defunct. Well, retired. Retired. It's in. It's in a state. Yeah. It's, uh, ben View on Spielberg, still going. Just released our Schindler's List episode. Barrel all laughs that one. Hmm. 
You found the comedy in Schindler's List. <laughs> Don't put it that way. <laughs> That's what you're saying. What else do I do? Is you, that it? You also we'll pick your path. We do popsicles. Oh, popsicles! But that comes out, you know, twice a year. It seems like we're we're on the Benny Hill model. <laughs> okay, we're as good. That as means Benny you Hill. run around in circles with music playing. Yeah, and there's naked ladies, and someone pats a bald guy on the head. Okay, and well, I are they naked or is it just like boobs? It's just boobs. Okay, uh, and a horse. <laughs> Was a horse perhaps a heavy element of Benny Hill? <laughs> Sorry, but did we become my brother? My brother? <laughs> That's good goofing. Jordan, what do you got to plug? Follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. <laughs> I stream over at twitch.tv backslash gamersault weekly. I'll be streaming Overwatch from 1 to 3 p.m. this Saturday, Pacific Standard Time. Definitely come and show up. We're going to have an amazing time. That game is awesome. It's going to be super fun if you want to check out the game uh, before, you know, if you want to pick it up, but you're worried about if you might enjoy it or not, you can come by and check it out. I'm sure everybody in the sun is playing it this week, but I'm definitely going to be playing it this weekend. Follow uh, Gamersault Weekly at GA Weekly on Twitter and GamersaltWeekly.com for all the other stuff that we do. We stream every single day, but I'll be on this Saturday. And I'm at TrueValk. And check out all the other great shows on the Benview Network. BenviewNetwork.com. Uh, check out Trent Talk. Check out, check out the check podcast out. preview. Uh, check out the artistry. Uh, check out Van Dammit. Van Dammit. Uh, those are our, our new new guys, and we love them. Had a little bit of a crossover when uh, Extra Damage's own Jesse Sellhan appeared on Trent Talk recently. Oh, he did. Episode coming soon, I believe. I know they just recorded it. Oh, recently. dang. That's exciting. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Jesse was surprised to find out that he lives right near me, which neither of us knew. <laughs> weird. Yeah. Very weird. Yeah. Uh, and go to our own personal website, anyvpodcast.com. Email us anyvpodcast at gmail.com and on Twitter at anyvpodcast. My personal Twitter is at podcasterandrew. You guys said yours already, so I'm not going to ask you again. And now it's time for Guess the Ending. You'll never guess how it ends. Do do. Uh, what is first? I be first. It always happens like that, huh? <laughs> it does. <clears throat> I think you do that on purpose now. You see which one I pick yeah. and you pick the one after me. No, I just, well, I also never pick the main it's movie true. that's coming it's out. True. So. It's true. Uh, if you, it's switch up the order and it might change. Uh, I don't care. Because he copies and pastes. Yeah. IMDb, I just take your stuff because it's information. Information should be free. That's, that's right. what Edward Snowden believed Snowden. in. Snowden? <laughs> and I believe we, in we, Edward Snowden. That's what Joseph Gordon-Levitt believed no, in. We, we did the horse thing. Now we've got alternate versions of Edward Snowden. Yes, we are becoming my brother. My what brother are you doing? <laughs> They've got Snowden. This we've got Snowden. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Uh, all right. Alice Through the Looking Glass, uh, directed by James Bobbin, Bobin. starring Mia oh, Wasikowski, John I. Depp, Helena Bonham Carter, Anne Hathaway, and all the rest of your favorites from the original Alice in Wonderland. It was the original. There was none the before only, it. The first and only. It was the only one. I do think that is the only version of Alice in Wonderland that I've seen. Alice returns. Really? That upsets me. <laughs> Alice Whoa. returns to the whimsical world of Wonderland and travels back in time to save the Mad Hatter. We're going to have to reset him after this so he can talk normal again. So the Mad <laughs> Hatter, he's in trouble. And so Alice goes back to when he was just the Hatter. Have you uh, seen have you seen she, the second trailer? I they don't. spoil a huge thing in the second trailer. Honestly. When she goes through the I don't portal, care and I'm gonna go she's, she's an old woman. 
Mm. And she goes through the portal and it makes her young into yeah. a young girl again. I'm just going to roll my eyes 100 times right now. Yeah. Hold on while I get real I saw, dizzy. I, I saw that because it like auto-played on, on IMDb. Yeah. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> I and I just continued with gonna, my day. I'm going to say based on what I've seen in another trailer, I think that's a, that's a, that's a, a false flag. Yeah. That's a false flag operation. Well, all right. Uh, all right. So she goes back. He's just the Hatter, and she's like, "Look, you got to listen to me. I got to help you." And he's just like, "No, I'm I'm a regular guy. I don't know what's the problem. You're just a regular Joe. I'm just a regular Joe." <laughs> and uh, what actually ends up happening is that through the events of her trying to change the past to save him in the future, he never becomes the Mad Hatter. Mm. She never goes to Wonderland, mm. and that's why she's an old lady because she just she just she just ages regularly and then just dies. Damn. There's also a bunch of musical numbers. James James Bobin is a music man. I don't oh. know so. if that's how you say his name, actually. I think it's just more fun, by the way. Hams that Booby. That was a joke Hams <laughs> Uh Yeah, so there's a lot of singing in this, and it's going to win uh, Best Oscar for Original Song in an Original best Theater oh, shit. Movie Time. Thank you. It's going to be Golden Globe, too, just for no reason? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Uh, I'm doing The Ones Below, directed by David Farr. Starring Clements Posey, David Morrissey, Stephen Stephen Campbell Moore, and Laura Byrne. A couple expected our first child. Oh no! A couple expecting their first child discover an unnerving difference between themselves and the couple living in the flat below, who are also having a baby. This is one of those British movies because they said flat. Yeah, right. That just kind of <laughs> that just gives it away. Right? I mean, I was trying to... Spoilers were in England. <laughs> okay. So, where uh, in an alternate universe where there isn't a lot of housing in London, mm. so they're stacking people in the Big Ben Tower uh-huh. and just making apartments out of different Saint levels. Stephen's Tower, I believe, is the official name. Oh, Stephen's Tower. I could be wrong. Um, Don't quote me. Well, it is now. It's St. Stephen's. Now it's correct. Respect. Now he it's went correct. to medical school for eight years to be called a saint. All right. St. Stephen's Tower. Uh, they and what they find out is they they never really see the people they they share that tower with, mm-hmm. right? Because each each level, each flat mm-hmm. is just the whole mm, the whole tower, yeah. right? They get they get a, a whole level to themselves, and they have an elevator, but they never see their neighbors. Yeah. And one day they're in the elevator. Well, the the wife is with her baby. Yeah. And another woman comes in. Wearing different clothes and, you know, has her baby in a stroller instead of carrying her and everything. Yeah. And uh, and has, like, a hat and sunglasses on. But out of the corner of her eye, she notices, like, this could be her twin, mm. you know? So uh, they stop her. They both have this weird moment where they're kind of realizing they look like each other. And then uh, the woman with the stroller just doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Yeah. She doesn't want to get kicked out of the tower. She doesn't want to cause any trouble. Because it was already hard enough to get the housing there, and but the the woman who notices it first, she can't let this go. So from that point on, she tries to figure out what is going on this tower. Who are these other people she's living with? She ends up installing like a, a like a wireless camera in the elevator, and through all of her detective work, she finds out that every single flat in that tower is the same couple. Mm. They're all. Identical. Interesting. And uh, what what she ends up finding out is that the government, in an attempt to uh, try and fix the whole housing problem, they've created this tower 
they've changed this tower so that way each level is a different like dimension. Ooh. So each flat kind of if you look at it from the outside, you'd think that the whole tower is filled up. Yeah. She gets a, a the building plans and there's only one level. It's in the very middle. It's in the very middle. The top above it and below are all these scientific machines and yeah. and yeah. just everything that make the dimension thing work. But when in the when you're in the elevator, there's fifty floors. Wow. And each of them go to the same apartment. Oh wow. But they have different things in them. There's yeah. they're the same people. But different their personalities are a little different. What they like are a little different. Sometimes it's a boy, sometimes it's a girl, and I'd believe it if this if this was just the real <laughs> movie. <laughs> yeah, sometimes <laughs> we get real close. Yeah. I'm gonna say. So, <clears throat> yeah, and it just she tries to tell people, no one believes her, and then yeah. they're evicted because they know. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Uh, some little, just some little information right here. Uh, the tower that Big Ben is in. Big Ben is the name of the bell. Ah. Uh, the tower that it's in is now known as the Elizabeth Tower. It's mm. named after, uh, they recently renamed it that after. Was it ever uh, St. Stephen's Tower? It was indeed. Uh, in 2012, nice. they renamed it Elizabeth Tower uh, to celebrate diamond, the Diamond Jubilee of Elizabeth II. Oh, oh like she didn't have enough going for it. It was St. Stephen's Tower. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't have enough. <laughs> or they just called it Clock Tower. The Clock Tower. Oh, the oh. Clock Tower. Yeah. Save the Clock Tower. That's what oh, I like to hear. That, that'd be a great name. That's what they name it in the movie. The Clock Tower. Because it's like this dimensional portal. Yeah. Oh, it was raised as part as a part of Charles Berry's design for a new palace after the old Chuck palace of Westminster. Yeah, <laughs> right? good, old, good old Chuck Berry. Yeah. It was largely destroyed by the fire on the night of 16th of October, 1834. Wow. That's when the portal was created. Wouldn't it have been weird if that was the October, the actual October date from back to the also future? Back to the Future? Yeah. It'd be like, oh, that's where he got well, all this you're from. you're a fool because that was November 12th oh. was the date of lightning. Not, not, not to toot my own horn, but I really actually want to see that movie now. Well, and also just uh, portals. Yeah, I'm so used to the internet screwing with that. Getting it wrong, yeah. With that stupid. I, the thing. day he came to 2015 was in October, but the day that the lightning struck the tower was November 12th. Oh, okay. At 10:04 p.m. Okay. Yeah. Chump. Burp. Go. <laughs> Chevalier. <laughs> Here's where we're gonna have fun with where I try to say these names. Uh, direct- you don't have to. <laughs> I'm going to do it. Okay. Directed by Athena Rachel Sangari, uh, starring Vangelis Morikis. I apologize to anyone who may be offended by what I'm doing. It's all earnest efforts. Nikos Orphanos. Does Ernest go to Hollywood? Your, your, <laughs> your, he does. <laughs> your goes Perpasopolis. And you're not even to the description yet, which is like 10 minutes of description. <laughs> yeah, this got the biggest one by far. And your goes... Kendros. In the middle of the Aegean Sea, six men on a fishing trip on a luxury yacht decide to play a game. During this game, things will be compared, things will be measured, songs will be butchered, and blood will be tested. Whoa. Friends will become rivals, and rivals will become hungry. <laughs> That's not it. What? You're making this up what? now. But at the end of the <laughs> I journey, I turned it off, and now I got to go double is check over, you. The man who wins will be the best man, and he will wear on his smallest finger the victory no. ring. He's right. The Chevalier. <laughs> You that's read some all, no, that's all right. <laughs> that's all I'm meant. reading it. It was all correct. Although my spoiler to spoil the goof that is going to be my goof for this one is to make shit up. Oh um, man! So the movie starts and uh, hungry. Okay, yeah, yeah. hungry. Well, hungry. Yeah, he was. He wasn't <laughs> messing around. I was not. This is ridiculous. All right. And I've lost the thing. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up again. Oh, you I don't was even going need to it. reference it. 
so the movie begins. They're on a boat. Um, and they start this game. During this game, things are compared. <laughs> things are measured. Blood is tested. Friends become rivals. Rivals become hungry. Hungry men become hungry hippos. Hungry yeah. hippos becomes trouble. Trouble becomes sorry. Apologies become congratulations. Congratulations become condolences. Condolences become well wishes. Well wishes becomes three wishes. Three wishes becomes infinite wishes. Infinite wishes ruin the planet. The planet becomes a graveyard. The graveyard becomes a warning sign. And then the universe ends. And then there's a little jokey little man who wears a little ring on his finger and he says, Ooh, it was the Chevalier. And that's the movie. Boy, this is going to be a real hit. Wow. (laughs) I can see that money rolling in. Yeah. Feels like one of those art house films. <coughs> well, now we can end the guessing. Thank you. Uh, the way you look at me makes it feel like you don't say that when I'm not here, which I'm very not happy with. I have to look at I have to look at the there's, empty space that no, you should be at. There's <laughs> been episodes where he's forgotten to say it, and he's like, "Oh, oh, we gotta say it real quick." It's like closing up the plug bag. Yeah, it's exactly. dangerous yeah. if you leave it open. Yeah, bad things can happen. The guessing is just gonna go all week. Yeah, yeah. then we'll never know. <laughs> we'll never know what's right. Uh, all right, so now. It's time to end the show. Uh, if you stick around after, uh, we, you'll be able to hear our discussion of The Nice Guys, where we get into a lot of spoilers. Yeah, and even some spoilers for the Kiss Kiss Bang Bang film. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we talk about a bunch I didn't of different things. I didn't yeah. think it was that big of a spoiler, but it was. I don't know. Yeah. That's just me. Robert it's kind of Junior dies in real life in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's kind yeah, of it's crazy how they brought him back. Yeah. Well, it's crazy that they replaced him with the same guy who they replaced Paul McCartney with. The same guy. Are you, not even his son. The same guy. <laughs> the same guy. Wow. So Stephen King. What? Oh no, Stephen King is the guy who killed Paul McCartney. I'm sorry, yes. this conspiracy got too complex, <laughs> but but yes, of course. Yes, you're correct. Um, and you know it's true because we've ended the guessing. I'm so confused. So this has been uh, <laughs> until next week when we review probably uh, uh, Zeman Acapolix. Acapolix. Uh, Acapulco? Yeah. Which Do you want to come back for that? For You're what? Mr. Z-Man. For what? X-Men. Oh, Zeman Acapolix. Yeah. I thought that was a foreign <laughs> film director whose name he was butchering. <laughs> I didn't realize that was an X-Men goof. Yeah. Uh-huh. I might. We'll talk. We'll talk off there. Okay. okay. Uh, so until next week when we probably review that... Uh, this has been episode 277. I'm Andrew. I'm Jordan. We didn't even make one Jack A reference in episode 227. I'm disappointed. In it's us. 277. Oh, I thought you said We, we did make a Jack A reference in 227, Thank an episode that you appeared in. Thank God. I remember 50 episodes Thank ago God. when you made that reference. <laughs> because I was wow. a little scared. I thought you said 227 just then, and I got really worried. I'm. My name is Benson. <laughs> remember, listeners, if a city dude comes up to you and says, oh, yeah, I'll give you a ride, run. Come on, you get it now. Any it's a Hamilton. Yes, net. That's how they, what? Dot net. <laughs> That's super wrong. And we'll be right back. I do like that. <laughs> I don't know. I like it. I just don't That's know. That's for old TV show. Man, I don't know. Am I ready? I think I'm just ready. Just jangle on through here. It's time for the discussion. Oh, is that what it's time for? Yeah. John Boy. John Boy, played by Matt Bomer. There you go. Did, did, did Were either of you happy that they kind of explained that in the in the movie? What do you mean? Like, not even explained it, though. It's kind of a fun little, like, you have to really listen. Because uh, the, the Waltons yeah. was a show that was famous back then. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of pops up early on just on a TV. Yeah. 
and then uh, the girls, uh, Holly and her friend, are kind of talking about the Waltons. Yeah. And uh, for some reason, because they mentioned John Boy, they overhear John Boy being mentioned by... Uh, Russell Crowe. Or by or Russell, yeah, one of them, too. And they think that it's about the TV show. They don't realize that it's John Boy is yeah. this like mafia hitman. Yeah. Yeah. And so when she's on the phone and she's like, what? What's the what's the name of that actor who plays John Boy? You know the guy who's got a thing on his face, and then you see that that's that's why they call that hitman John Boy. Oh yeah, because he's got like a mole. Yeah, yeah. and that's, I thought that was kind of a fun little that way to reveal yeah. for us non seventies people. Yeah. That's pretty great. <laughs> like oh yeah, that's, that's why, why it's call called John Boy. Boy. Matt Bomer's very good in this movie. He's a real creep. He's he's basically hitman, yeah. which was <laughs> yeah. weird to me. I thought, well, why wasn't he in Hitman? That's what I. Thought. He was very good at it in this movie. Yeah. I haven't played those games, but if you're saying that, I mean, he was great here. Yeah, I, I feel like all you'd have to do is shave his head and he'd be ready. Have I seen him in anything before? In a movie? Yeah. Well, I'm going to say no. Was he one of the fellows in Magic Mike? Oh, shit. Yeah, I think he was in at least, he was either in one or two. I can't remember. I've only seen one. I, I don't know if he was in both. We're getting some fast lookups. Yeah. He was in Magic Mike XXL. So that's the second one. Seen. He was in Winter's Tale. Oh, I have seen him in something. Try and guess what he I've was, seen him in. He was in the first Magic Mike. Oh, so he was in End Time. What the hell's End Times? In Time. In Time. The one with Justin Timberlake. Oh, you've seen In Time. Yeah, I have. You know I've I seen have. In Time, too. No, I have. Wait, is he the one who gives all the time to Justin Timberlake? Yeah. I don't remember. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's the, he's the immortal. He's, he's the guy who's like, here, boy. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like crazy. That he's movie's in, dumb. He's though. in Flight Pan, uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw, The Beginning. Jeez. Oh, Anyway, all my children. Uh, yeah, Matt Bomer. He's he's this kind of uh, mafia hitman expertise. He, he was in Glee. Yeah, Ex- expert. Um, which which is a fun moment in the trailer where we see you know uh, uh, March and and Healy go up up an elevator. Yeah, and then everyone everyone on that floor dies. Die. <laughs> yeah. A man like falls out of is shot and <laughs> well, falls out of window. They first get up there yeah. and they hear someone choking choking yeah. and he's like got his throat cut yeah. and blood's going everywhere and then yeah. someone's getting take shot peek around see yeah. what's up yeah. and they're like <laughs> i love the look on ryan gotting's face when they're like close elevator door close <laughs> elevator close <laughs> he's hitting the button over and over like, <laughs> and then as they're going down they just see the body falling <laughs> yeah yeah that's pretty good yeah um but yeah i thought i thought he did very well with that character yeah um and that shootout at at uh at at the house? place yeah, yeah. Man, when he throws that, that girl through the window, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was rough, man. <laughs> yeah, oh, he's not yeah. messing around. I was a little confused why it seemed like they parked away from the house, and then they 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 like didn't even fully see the win- the girl come out the window, and then they saw they were John parked Boy. in the driveway. and You couldn't see that window from the driveway. Yeah, okay. It was weird. It was just weird to me. It yeah. seemed like weird staging, but then as soon as it started going, I was like, "Ah, oh, it makes sense." But it's yeah. got that at least that great moment too, where like they they kind of think maybe that this guy is suspicious. So I was like, "Hey, you stop!" And he's like, "Just one second. I just think it's something from my trunk." And yeah, he just gets the gun, started <laughs> fucking shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that's a good shootout. Yeah, that's good. And I when love the tr- he chops down the tree. He chops down the, the tree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's some that's some crazy stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, and uh, and that kind of um, I mean, we're kind of jumping around here. But that house of pain. <laughs> that shootout um, leads to the, at that point they've got Amelia, they've got the story, yeah. they kind of know what's going on, yeah. and then she escapes. Yeah, and she then, books it, and then that, that leads to her that, dying. That that's a bummer. I moment. did not and that's, expect. Yeah, that. that's crazy. When that yeah. happened, I thought, "Is the movie done?" <laughs> yeah, so the boy next yeah. to me went, uh. <laughs> <laughs> "Huh? 
Like, uh, very confused. Yeah. Local boy. Which I think that's, I mean, uh, if I'm, correct me if I'm remembering Kiss Kiss Bang Bang wrong, but isn't there a moment in that where, because they've been investigating a suicide in that, and then it turns out, oh yeah, it was a suicide. Like, they just come to that Spoilers conclusion. Spoilers for yeah. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. You find that out in the last <laughs> We're in the five space. minutes of the I movie. I know, that's why I thought it was this, I thought, oh, he's doing the same, I thought, oh wow, he's doing uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Shane Bang again. Black. Yeah. But then the movie had another, like, 20 minutes, so, or 30 minutes It had even. another, it had an like one more scene after well they like they, they're they in the car they're at the thing yeah and they go through the whole car dealership showdown that's like a whole 20-30 minutes and this has a car show showdown <laughs> <laughs> holy shit that excite you <laughs> well you're just saying I'm like yeah it is it is very similar yeah oh is that in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang oh, I thought See, you were I thought you were describing Kiss Kiss Bang Bang right? no <laughs> see I'm describing nice guys but he, you thought he was describing Kiss Kiss Bang too because you were saying it ends right after the suicide reveal yeah that's so he see thought, I couldn't remember how far we I, both thought you were describing Kiss Kiss no, Bang Bang yeah yeah I just remember the suicide reveal being somewhere near the end. I don't remember being right at the end. So, yeah, that's just me. It was very close to the end. That's just me. But yeah, I kind of thought like, oh, it's going that same way where it's like, oh, well, she's dead. That's it. And then I thought, no, they're going to do the right thing. <laughs> and so they go and they try and solve what they, they were originally the trying to solve. The conspiracy. Yeah. The conspiracy. But also they're trying to figure out like, how did that old woman see her yeah. niece in the window? Yeah. And they figured it out. Yeah. That was cool. That was Holland cool too. figured it out. That was cool too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like a projection? Like, that's yeah. a really neat... I don't know. I thought that was a cool thing. And I liked Chet come back. I didn't think Chet was going to come <laughs> back. <laughs> oh, but bummer for Chet. Yeah. I hope he made it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was alive. Like he was alive in the trash can. He, who knows how long he would last, though. He was if alive like Blueface was alive on that pavement. Someone, someone was just <laughs> around the corner to snuff that. That was out. a thing that I, I thought would come back around. The, the van that hits Blueface. I He's thought, there. He comes back out? later in the film. When they're on the bridge... When it does this, yeah, shot, that is that van, right? That is that van, and but, then never again. But huh. they don't talk about it. No. Nah. Like, and that guy's not important. No, it's just a random dude who hit him, and then went, "Oh shit!" and peaced out. Okay. I thought maybe a, it was like a third, a like a run. third guy was just like, "Oh, he knows too much. We got to take him out." Nah, it's just a random. Hit like, run. oh, he fucked up. Get him. I mean, it's good to have a random element. Yeah. In yeah. your movie, because that's more realistic. Well, yeah. and it kind of it, it allows everything should not come together yeah. by it, the end. It allows it to be kind of a thing where you think like, "Oh, is this going to come back?" and then it doesn't, but it's it's not really a trick. It's just like, "Oh, it's just the thing that happened." They're literally sitting next to him on the bridge yeah. at one point, and if you're paying attention, you're like, "Hey, wait, that's the no, dude." I definitely thought that's where the film was going, <laughs> yeah. and then it just didn't go there. And I was yeah. like, "Oh, weird." Oh well. No. Oh, well. Uh, I don't know. Uh what else? I liked the B scene. That was kind of fun. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, yeah I missed that one. I liked Blueface. He was a real lunatic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't last too long. Yeah. I was stressed out when Ryan Gosling went for a dip in the pool with his cast on. You're not supposed to do that, Ryan yeah, Gosling. Yeah, he's oh, like really? swimming. I was like, that's not proper. You got a cast I, on, Ryan Gosling. I didn't know that. It would disintegrate. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he gets out of the water and it's fine. So or maybe those '70s casts used a different, harder plaster. I yeah. kind of think yeah, I kind of think him swimming with the mermaids was in his head. That was another. Oh, that was another bumblebee. Bumble that was another bumblebee, bumblebee. because <laughs> he, he didn't seem that wet. He did not. That's seem true. He was not wet. And then, he, that. but and he te- when, I mean, he tells Healy, "I went for a swim," yeah. but it just kind of feels that's like the okay, reason that's why, why he but, fell but he because he was off before he got in the pool, so he, his clothes wouldn't have been wet anyway. Because when he's in the pool, he's oh, in his yeah, underwear. Yeah, he just has his he's in his underwear and his undershirt on. Yeah. So his I don't even I think he might have even taken the undershirt off. No, he was wearing that. He's undershirt. wearing a shirt. Seventies undershirt is a is a great thing. Yeah, sure. Even at the beginning, we didn't even talk about the first scene of the goddamn movie in our regular review segment. Did you think that was a little intense? It was intense. With the kid. I, I, yeah. I kind of liked the way it made sense later. Yeah. No, it definitely tied in everything yeah. for sure. 
But I but even that little kid he takes off his pajama shirt and he's got an undershirt. And he covers on. her. Yeah. That's that's a seventies thing. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yep. Uh but yeah, it's I don't know, maybe maybe you did go swim, maybe you didn't, who knows? <laughs> In the end it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh yeah, that party scene was fun. Yep. That was good fun. I was also a little bit worried about whenever Ryan Gosling was taking a free drink, I was like, oh boy, is this one going to be the knockout drink? Because, you know, yeah. in detective stories, in detective stories have a knockout drink. you got you to, gotta, oh, have a drink, and then they yeah, drink it and then they the pass Caucasian, out. Gary. That was from Big Lebowski. <laughs> Thank you. I've heard people compare this to Big Lebowski, and I don't, I don't agree. All right. That's all. <laughs> I've heard it compared to something else, and I didn't agree with that either. I think Utopia. this is... Yeah, I think this is his own animal. I see a little Zootopia. In this I think movie. it's his own yeah. animal. I, well, I think Zootopia's got a little bit of Chinatown in it. Mm-hmm. That's oh, me. No, that's that. I for yeah. sure think that. Yep. Uh, no, I think this is such its own thing, which is kind of it bumps me out that this is so original in a sense. And and it's uh, do you want to know? It's yeah, really it's weird. Not. You say it's original. I saw this with someone, and she didn't. She thought the movie was okay mm-hmm. because she said it was so cliche. That's a that's and I, I don't see that. Yeah, especially with killing the girl. I couldn't yeah. right. I couldn't wrap my head around it. And especially with the way that Holly was such a big part of the film, she wasn't just like an annoyance. Yeah, yeah. like in in ninety percent, I'd say ninety nine percent of other films like this, the little daughter girl is like, get out of here. You're in our way. Yeah. You're useless. She At the end, she would here. get kidnapped. Yeah. At the end of this, she doesn't get kidnapped. She even gives like. She she stops she uh, Healy from from killing she that knocks guy. Out, yeah. She knocks out the chick by she take yeah she knocks the, out the chick and she yeah. takes the film and throws it like yeah. she's a super big part. This film has three leads she's and important. it's crazy to me the third one is like a teenage girl. girl yeah, and even the <laughs> one time awesome. she does get kidnapped, it's because she was doing like better investigative yeah, work than anybody than, than yeah. Russell Crowe. And then she anybody. gets out of that situation <laughs> yeah. better than they would have. Yeah, she gets out of it by herself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that even if you could look at this and make comparisons to other films like in the genre yeah. it's because shane does it well oh you're well, you're, you're on first night i first night i was i almost was i became but australian i'm not, I was I'm not so gonna shocked be, i'm not gonna be presumptive uh-huh. uh that it's written that way on purpose you know what i mean like this is yeah if you've seen chinatown if you've seen la confidential if you've seen other detective stories it's supposed to feel familiar. Well, and it definitely feels familiar because, like I said, but the Shane Black bingo thing, like we definitely got a guy falling yeah. from the high story into a pool. That's yeah. a Shane Black oh, thing. Oh, Ryan Gosling falls we've at got least <laughs> out of a building like three times in this movie yeah. to but the point where he says, I think I'm invincible. Yeah, but, hey, which at one point he says that. It's that's so funny. That's but funny in its own sense. The pool thing is a Shane Black thing because yeah. he does that in Lethal Weapon 2. I believe he does that in Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and he does it here. Does he do it in Iron Man 3? He might even. I and, think and then, so. of course, like Christmas. Like, oh, right we, at the end, they got it in Christmas. We thought we were going to make it out of this movie with no Christmas, but he got us in the end. Yeah, that last he loves, scene. He yeah. loves Christmas. Has he done literally a single movie with 0% Christmas? No, I don't think I don't so. Think so. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> also, since we're on that last scene, I'm I'm ready for Nice Guys 2. Like, yeah. I, want, yeah. I want it to happen now. Yeah. Because they're just fantastic together, yes. these yeah. two actors. Yes. Great. They are, they fill those roles perfectly. They play them so well. And I only like Chris. Chris. Where did that name come Whoa. from? I meant to say Russell Crowe. Yeah, Chris Crowe. <laughs> Chris Russell yeah, Crowe. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm hit and miss with him in films. I you know literally what I mean? like him in two movies, and this is one of them. Yeah. What's and the other one is like Confidential. Confidential. Okay. Yeah. I was like, it better be. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... I don't know, and I feel like there's there's still. Have you seen Master and Commander? 
No, I don't like boats. Oh, well, never mind. Then. <laughs> Although, I mean... That means you won't like Black Flag. That's a bummer. That's a good game. Don't, don't you want to watch Master and Commander just for the Gilmore Girls reference? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I'll do it for that. <laughs> it's I'll a long movie. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? I don't say? dislike boats. I mean, Jaws is one of my favorite <laughs> movies of all time. <laughs> I would well, say you you're well, like boats more than see, dislike boats. You could, you could say, I like the sea. <laughs> you could say that you dislike boats in that movie because Jaws eats the boat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Are you rooting for Jaws in that movie? No. Th- not that that's his name, but... That, that is his name. <laughs> that's his name? Wait, that's not his name? Uh, no, I'm rooting for Quentin. Of course, it doesn't, okay. it doesn't work Everyone out for me. Everyone is rooting for Quentin. Except for the Jaws. <laughs> I don't know. Jaws was not rooting for Quentin. Well, Jaws was just hungry. <laughs> I was rooting for the mayor. Really? Really? <laughs> I was rooting for the mayor as well. <laughs> I was rooting for the angry old sailor. Oh. Who dies? Yeah. It's Ben Gardner? Are you talking okay? about Ben What's Gardner? Happening? What's up? I don't know what's happening right now. Oh, you had a little reflection? The light was bouncing <laughs> off the table directly into my eyes. <laughs> this is called Outside Podcast. I was becoming more and more blinded as we were podcasting. Yeah. But it's better now. Mm-hmm. Crisis averted. Mm-hmm. This is a great film. Mm-hmm. Speaking of like little subtle things, mm-hmm. I, li- I, I, I like how there, there's a kind of little sub thing about uh, Ryan Gosling has a big crush on the on the on Kim oh, I assistant. Love yeah. that. and I love that it starts because he sees that she's good with with his daughter. Yeah, yeah, that's the moment. Yeah, he sees her with it. It's yeah. really good. That was very nice. He kind of holds on to that as long as possible. Too long, some would say. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. to the point where he gives her a pillow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really great. Yeah. Like, come on, man. No. I even enjoyed in that in that moment where where uh Holly comes in with the food cart and throws the coffee on her. Yeah. Why'd you splash cold coffee on me? I I thought it was hot. Yeah, in any other movie that would be the fun little <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But it works out anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's a lot going on here and I like I even like I like so many of the little characters. Yeah. Like the bartender at the hotel. Yeah. That's uh, great. When um, and I even feel like some of the trailers used alternate takes, which is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Like this is not that kind now, of. Let me ask you this, huh? Are you the kind of person who gets mad at that or likes it? It depends. I'm gonna say in this one, I was fine. If if the jokes in the film are as good or better, yeah. than what's in the trailer, yeah, then I like it because that means you're not. They you're, had you're, you get fresh material in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That that's, means that, that's why I like it. That means that they had enough great takes. Yeah. That we get multiple funny jokes. Yeah. If the trailer's funnier than what they leave in the movie. Hate it. Here's what I'm going to say. Also, if the trailer shows something that is very specifically not in the movie and isn't what the movie is about or isn't part of the plot and was only there and was only to in the trailer to make it look like something, yeah. then I'm upset. Yeah, oh, I yeah. hate that shit. Yeah. That's very annoying. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Gosling. We, we all, a... We've all been over. <laughs> You'll never make it in the Scorch. <laughs> the, yeah. The most famous moment in, in disappointing alternate takes in trailers. I almost cried. <laughs> <laughs> I almost. That was like was 100% the reason why I'd ever see that movie, and yeah. you told me it's not there, and I went, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Never, yeah. never seen that movie. No yeah. point. Same here. It, I'll just go watch that trailer 10 more times. Yeah. It hurt my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe they used a different take for that. I know. It's still upsetting it, to me. I don't under. I'm, one of my all-time favorite moments of me get doing a joke in real life was when my coworker was going outside and complaining about how hot it was, <laughs> and I said, "You'll never make it out in the scorch." It's <laughs> pretty great. It's pretty great. Uh, yeah, but here, um, because I know, I mean, definitely with the that elevator moment in the hotel, yeah. in the in the trailer, it shows Ryan Gosling beginning to, yeah, to vomit, vomit, and he doesn't, and, he, and here he it's he's kind of more of a doing a reaction. Yeah. His, you can see his face Yeah, but I, I like the movie version better. Yeah. yeah, I love the face. He's just yeah. like, oh, he can't take it. Yeah. And uh, then with the same with the bartender, 
I think in the in the trailer, there's a trailer where he has a line like, "Oh, whatever happened to bribing me with twenty bucks?" And then Ryan Gosling says, "Oh, the recession." Yeah, and that's not in the movie. No, in the movie, it's a whole different moment. It's a, and it's a good line in the trailer, and yet yeah. the scene in the movie still is great. Yeah, it's super great. Yeah, great. yeah. where he's like, "Oh, your buddy's more reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> have I a feel, fr- have a drink on me." Yeah. I feel yeah. like there's funny moments for bartenders in the whole film because there's one at the party. Yeah. And goes, at the party, if you leave the girl alone, I'll give you a drink. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, and then there's another one. I forget where it happens. No, it's at the it's at the car show where he's like, "Oh no, I'm not going to drink." It's the first time he's ever yeah. said no to a drink. Yeah, and he goes, "Well, it's open bar," and you just uh, see the look <laughs> on Ryan Gosling's face of yeah. like, "Oh my god, oh. You're right." Yeah, that moment was so good, and it passed by so quick. I'm, I I love that you reminded me of it. Thank yeah. you, yeah. <laughs> thank it's you for really, reminding yeah. me of and that. They do this great moment. thing where they we don't see him take take a drink. We just cut from that to the next time we see him is when he has to play a drunk play to drum. fool. Uh, the guy yep. David. yeah it's awesome how do you feel about okay so i, I thought it was going to be more of a thing but it was just kind of it was again uh, like a lot of the subtle things in this film where um russell crowe doesn't drink uh Ever. while he's working yeah. while yeah. he's working yeah. oh yeah but then at well, the no, very, he doesn't drink until the end at the very end the he's drinking done. Yeah. but the job is done and he seems kind of depressed and he's drinking i yeah. felt kind of bad there yeah yeah i feel a little bad for him too because he felt very upset that they even though they kind of at the end of they the got day, it all nothing, right. Nothing mattered, and that's why I put like the fight, the eternal fight. I mean, I didn't put eternal here, but the, on mm. our notes, good versus evil mm-hmm. in Chinatown in LA Conf- Confidential. Yeah. No matter like what the good guys do, they can never really triumph over what's happening. Yeah. And in the end, of, you know, that's kind of where our two heroes are at. And I, yeah, I like specifically too with Russell Crowe. Like his whole thing of the movie was he wants to do good, but he feels like he can't because the one time he did good without someone paying for him is the only time he's felt useful yeah. in his entire yeah. life. And here, like I think here. He he gets upset because he felt like he was maybe close to doing that again uh-huh. and then it just didn't quite work out that's, that's another I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you that's another trailer moment that isn't quite the same in the movie but I like the movie version too like both versions are good in the trailer they yeah. show Russell Crowe doing the the takedown with the shotgun of mm-hmm. that guy oh yeah and in the movie it's an entirely different perspective but it's still just as good yeah. oh yeah that seems real good yeah, yeah. That's, and that's crazy to me that like somehow this trailer is full of different takes that's and a, this movie's still so good and that's I think what makes it such a great trailer is it gives you the flavor of the movie without ruining anything yeah mm-hmm. you don't feel like you've been spoiled really except for the B thing uh, I didn't I didn't see that. I think that was in the second trailer I don't, I don't uh, and then but that's also another point bringing up that whole scene is that's another thing earlier where we just get a sprinkle of something and it doesn't get explained till later because when they're at the scene and the the uh, Kim Basinger's assistant comes up and goes, "Oh, you're the shotgun guy." Yeah, yeah. And he's like, "What?" Yeah. And Ryan Gosling, yeah, the, the, oh, the yeah. diner guy. Yeah. And then when when he finally tells a story, Gosling's passed out yeah. on the, in the <laughs> giant in the giant ashtray. Giant ashtray. Uh-huh. This movie's a lot of fun. Can we talk about that dream sequence too a little bit? Okay. I I like. <laughs> Uh, I, it just seemed very. It was one of the again. It just seemed one of the more successful examples of of that kind of thing in a movie because that moment when he was like, uh, "Just take off your hands, it'll dry." <laughs> <laughs> like I feel like I've had that exact moment in dreams before. Yeah. It, it, it was. I really liked that. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to highlight that that bit. That was very no, cool. it was very and it was very fun in a weird, yeah, weird way. Yeah, yeah. And it's like not what you'd expect in this movie, and yeah. it leads to a really funny scene later where he's like. He's checking his leg, oh, yeah. and everyone's confused. <laughs> yeah. well, I love. What? I love. Every character seems to ask Russell Crowe, "What's wrong with him?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, his answer is like, "I don't. I don't even know." Yeah, I don't even know what to say right know. now. <laughs> and he just looks up. Did I dream that? <laughs> <laughs> he looks up and asks. It, well, part of me thought 
he did actually have an ankle gun, but he didn't want anyone to know, and yeah. he was just going along with like, yeah, whatever you say, no, yeah, you yeah. dreamt it, get out of here. But stop, I, I, I like that he actually leg. did dream it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, literally <laughs> dreamt yeah. it. Yeah, there's a lot of oh, because he would think that of Russell Crowe's character that yeah. he would have an ankle gun. Yeah. <laughs> That makes sense. And just how long the ankle search yeah, is. Yeah, he's, he's really trying <laughs> he's like to really find really that gun. And ankles. everyone's confused. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's a good movie. This is a really good movie. Yeah. I want that sequel. Yeah. Is this going to be like like a rock and roller situation where everyone so except me I wants hate, a sequel and I can't get it? every single yeah, time he brings up rock and roller. I can't get it. I think it's going to be more like a Jack Reacher situation where everybody It'll wants take a two sequel years? and you think it's not going to happen, but then it happens. But okay. then they let some other Jag direct it and it's probably not going to be as good. Oh. Maybe I'll like it because I didn't I didn't really like the first one. Yeah, but do you see who's directing? First of all, idiot. Who's directing the, who's directing the sequel? It's Mr. Something or other. Mr. Black? Look what? it up, Jordan, please. It's someone who's done a bunch of other movies I don't like. I think it's the guy who did Defiance. Oh. I could be remembering that incorrectly. That's weird. Is he the guy who did Defiance or the guy who did the Pawn Sacrifice, which I hated? Oh. Edward Zwick. Did he do Pawn Sacrifice? Oh, he did. Um, shoot. I've seen one of his movies. Can you confirm or deny Pawn Sacrifice? Uh, he did Defiance. Oh, he did do Defiance. What else, what he else also did, did The Last Samurai. So okay. he's coming back to, to Tom, Tom Cruise. What else? Give me some more. Give me some more. And Pawn Sacrifice. No, he was a producer on Pawn Sacrifice. Oh, uh, okay. What else does he direct? I swear I've seen one of his movies. Oh, no. He also directed. Pawn Sacrifice? And, yeah. He did uh, Pawn Sacrifice, Love and Other Drugs, Defiance. Love and Other Drugs. Blood Diamond, which I actually enjoyed Blood Diamond. I really uh, have seen Love, Love Lust, Drugs. Last Siege, or no, Last Samurai, The Siege, uh, Courage Under Fire, Legends of the Fall. Man, this guy's done some stuff. Glory. I think everyone's seen. Has everyone seen Glory? I feel like that's a yeah, high I school staple in, in history class. In yeah. Junior high, I saw it. Okay, yeah. whatever. It's all the same to me. School, huh. school from ten, yeah, this guy's e- done ten some plus stuff. years ago. This guy's not bad. But the last movie was he did was Pawns. That's what he's currently outputting, and I really hated Pawn Sacrifice. All right. There was not any good action scenes in Pawn Sacrifice. You know, uh, there are no. What I was going to say <laughs> is, uh, Leo Schreiber is great in Pawn Sacrifice. Yeah. I'm, these last few years, I've been Leif coming Schreiber to really so appreciate Liam Schreiber. He's Have you seen, uh, did you see what's it called? Spotlight? He's yeah. great in that. He's yeah. fantastic That's in crazy. That. He's he's good in that show Ray Donovan, too. Can I just say again how excited I am for The Founder? This is my next yeah. thing that I'm excited for. Can I tell you, though? Huh. I think if I think Leah Schreiber might be the one to have cracked the movies to TV back to movies code. What? Because he's, he's not starring in movies again yet. But I can I can see I can see him getting there. He's cracking a code. I think he might have cracked that code. I think he might be the first. He might be. Well, there's probably someone I'm not thinking of who's done yeah. it. Yeah. But I think I think he might have figured out how to go from movies to TV back to movies. Wow. Well, Tom Tom Hiddleston is doing. Yeah, that one that's going to be his grave. <laughs> that's going to be his movie grave. Is he going to be stuck in miniseries land for the rest of his life? I mean, that could be. Yeah. But also, aren't miniseries good? I mean, uh, yeah, I think I'm. A, I think you. It's risky, but you can dip into a miniseries and back to movies a lot easier than you can dip into a full season. Of yeah, a TV the show Night Manager's there. been really good. Yeah, so if they far. make Night Manager season two, oh boy, look out! No, then they'll do a True <clears throat> Detective and they'll get that. That's how McConaughey did it. That's true. Yeah. And also, that's HBO. Yeah, it's, it's closer not, to it's movies. It's not TV. It's closer to movies. Yeah, and straight up, it's, it's not, not TV. TV. It's HBO. Uh, since we're on TV, have you guys seen the? <laughs> we are gotten way we're off right, track. Let's, get, let's redirect back to the nice guys. <laughs> the preacher pilot. Nah, nah, that was good. I saw a gif and I went, "What? That's all. That's my reaction." What? I feel like AMC is better than normal TV. Sure. 
And Night Manager and Preacher are both there. That's I think Night Manager was a BBC, though, before AMC. Sure. I could be wrong. It's possible. I believe. Maybe it's like Rome, a co-production between BBC and HBO, but with AMC instead of HBO. 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 Uh, what else do we have to say about <laughs> the nice guys? What is going on? Uh, Are there any more little <laughs> sniggly bits? Do you believe that Kim Bassinger's character wanted her daughter to live? Mm, nope. Because at the end she was saying, I wanted you guys to save her, but you failed. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy I that. don't know if I believe that because her assistant... Sent over Hitman Man. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think she wanted her to live. Yeah, I'm very. I'm very. Uh, I think that's, that's not that's true. That's up in the air, right? Yeah. Yeah. I. Th- um, I. Th- I think she didn't. My interpretation is that she did not. Um, I feel like <clears throat> it's both. Just like Russell Crowe says. Where so it's, it's an Elvis in the pool. Where Elvis he, in the pool. <laughs> Nixon. Because Elvis and Nixon is a film. Where yes. it, was, there we go. it was about... Although I do love that moment, too. <laughs> yeah. Everything in this film is you so know, good. She's a part of a bigger machine of that criminal underworld. Yeah. And she answers to other people. She answers to Detroit. And those those people in Detroit sent John Boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because she couldn't get her daughter under control. Did everyone also enjoy the weird irony of uh, when Ryan Gosling says, you know who else was following orders? Hitler. Yeah. And he keeps bringing up Hitler. <laughs> but it's not. There's one point Hitler where he was just, not following orders. The joke was that Hitler gave the order. Hitler yeah. gave the order. Yeah. And then there's another yeah. part where he's, they're sitting oh, yeah, by his He starts speaking like speak weird German. German. Yeah. Like fake German. Yeah. yeah. That was good. Yeah. yeah that was really something. Yeah. Oh, we've got a fire in the place. Sounds, like sounds like a truck backing up. Uh, That's probably more it. Yeah. Um,. But yeah, when he grabs the you, I just because I just like that joke. I didn't want to give away a specific joke. Uh-huh. So uh, he has just broken Ryan Gosling's arm. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, hand. I think it's his wrist. No, it's his arm. It's in the front. It's, it's up like here. Up I consider here. that it's, a broken it's, arm. It's his arm. All right. Uh, and I just leave. He's like, "Can I have an apple?" And he grabs an apple on the way out. So he's eating the apple. Looks like a good apple. And he <laughs> throws the apple yeah. away. As soon as the yuhu is offered, he's he's like, "Yeah!" And he just tosses the apple. Into and the he, like, he he like knows the yuhu jingle. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. He's a yuhu drinker from way back. <laughs> he is so on board for the yuhu right away. <laughs> yeah. It's delightful. That is a good one. Yeah. And he goes, "Oh, your father and I are business associates." Yeah. <laughs> he's resting, which would yeah. become true. It was a prophecy. <laughs> yeah. No, I do enjoy that. Good movie. That was a good movie. Do you like how Ryan Gosling was always mistaking Jessica for Janet? <laughs> yeah. And Janet was the one she hated. Well, I almost called her Janine or a second ago because I have <laughs> yeah. that same issue. Because everyone hates Janet, but he thinks he, he, he's mixing up her friends. Yeah. Well, and I, Janet's out. I think Jessica. it was also a joke. Because Janet's like, the one that she wanted Russell Crowe to hit. Yeah, yeah. because she hates her. Yeah. yeah. So, so I got 30 bucks. <laughs> I think he was going to do it, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was very close. Yeah. Eh, that's really something. Yeah. I don't know. Well, he's not a good guy at the beginning of this. No. No. See, I really, I mean, before we get done, I just wanted to say that I loved how flawed the characters were, but in very different ways. Like, Ryan Gosling's dealing with kind of depression because he feels responsible for his wife's death. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, one of the reasons why he didn't fix the furnace is because of a physical ailment. He couldn't smell it in the first place. But she told She told. Yeah. So... He didn't know how bad it was, so yeah. he just kept putting it off. And yeah. because he didn't listen to her, she ended up dying. Yeah. And man, that's it's a bummer. Tough to deal with. Mm-hmm. It explains why he drinks so much. And then I don't know. I like that everyone's kind of flawed in different ways. You know, we got that those kind of sad moments when Holly's reading in what used to be her room. Yeah, every night. Yeah, 
Now you're getting the carpet all wet. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good little moment. Did Shane Black have kids, and that's why he puts kids in all his movies now? Um, that's interesting. I thought it's a theory I just thought of. And, the, and when when Amelia dies, Russell Crowe's on the street, kind of feeling bad. Mm-hmm. But Ryan Gosling's not even looking. He's mm-hmm. just standing where his house used to be. Yeah, staring off into space. Well, they're both kind of because they both they feel lost, again. and they yeah. yeah they go to they both failed a woman again. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a real bummer moment. That was really like... Yeah. There was a bummer moment that was really funny, though, when he finds out that his wife is cheating on him, Russell Crowe. Yeah. She says, oh, I'm cheating, and he spits all over her. The flashback. flashback. Equinamius or whatever? Yeah. 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 There's a really good film. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it was. Mm -hmm. I just want more. I'm just like, I'm on. We got to fast track that sequel. Let's get it out there. Yeah. Shane Black, I'm sorry, you can't calls. do Iron Man 4. you got to do the sequel. Yeah, we've got to make some phone calls. We'll yeah. let you put Robert Downey Jr. in the film. He could be a bad guy. I don't care. Get it. Yeah, whatever. Just get it going. Who cares? Yeah. Come on. All right, I think that's it. We, for can, make, we can make Robert Downey Jr. look young. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Marvel yeah. has that money. We can make him look any age. Yeah, I don't think nice guys. Who made the nice guys? WB. Oh, so <laughs> they, they've got that money. They're just using it to make Beavis Doge. Yeah, yeah bad movies. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, All right, uh, I believe that's it for the discussion. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.